Hey everybody, it's Carter and Jacob, and this is the second episode of the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast. In this episode, we'll give our initial thoughts on Genesis 1 and 2, and we'll answer two conversation starter questions for your discipleship group meetings as we meet over week one in the Genesis journal on page 10. Why is it important that the Word was with God in the beginning? Also, we are created in the image of God in Genesis 1.27, but have a capacity to sin. Why? What does made in the image of God actually mean? All right, let's get to it. Our vision is to give every baseball player around the world the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, respond to the message, and grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. This is the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast with Full Count Ministries. Hey guys, so we're on a week one spotlight of the Genesis Journal in Genesis chapters 1 and 2, and we spotlight John 1, 1 through 5. And first, we just want to give you some initial thoughts and maybe just a brief overview of Genesis 1 and 2. Uh, first, we see that uh, we, we see the creation of the whole world uh, in seven days. Uh, we see uh, man being made in the image of God, and then we take a deep dive into uh, the creation of man in chapter 2. Uh, but I think this is such an important part of the Bible because uh, it's different from what a, what a lot of people talk about in our world that uh, we live because we live in the scientific age that we live in. It's kind of like we are uh, explaining away God in a sense. But Genesis takes a stand and says, no, uh, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And uh, when, when we rotate and uh, go towards that, that, uh, the idea that there is no God, that means that there's little accountability to anyone, really. Uh, and what uh, the Bible's saying is that, no, we're all going uh, to be presented to God one day, and He's going he's gonna to hold us accountable. Uh, to everything that we've that we've done, and that uh, that in a sense has been really impactful for me as I read Genesis one and two. Uh, it also talks about how uh, in Hebrews, you know, eleven three, it says, "By faith we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, and what we now see did not come from anything that has been seen that can be seen." Um, God created everything from nothing. Um, it, he made it from the things that aren't seen, which is basically nothing. Uh, Psalm 92 through 4 says, Before the mountains were born and you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting you are God. You turn people back to dust, saying, Return to, you, return to dust, you mortals. A thousand years in your sight are like a day that has just gone by or like a watch in the night. He was at the beginning of creation, and he's always existed. He's exi- he existed before creation. He's always going to exist. Uh, and this uh, also brings me to the point that God has all knowledge and all wisdom and all power. Uh, 
Romans 11, 33-34 says, Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God! How unsearchable his judgments and his paths are beyond tracing out! Who has known the mind of the Lord, or who can be his counselor? Psalm 139, 7-8 says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there, and if I go down to the grave, you are there. God has a high view of, the highest view possible of everything in the universe. He has all knowledge and wisdom. And lastly, he has all power. Uh, Psalm 62, 11 says, One thing God has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, also is un- unfailing love. And then this is where we, we just talked about accountability. You reward everyone according to what they have done. And... What we'll see is that Jesus, thank you, thanks to Jesus, through the grace of God, we have been given Jesus Christ, and He is our reward. And um, so, Jacob, is, do you have any more thoughts on Genesis? Yeah one one thing that you're gonna notice in this podcast is that Carter thinks a whole lot deeper uh, than I do. Uh, so, uh, just a couple of practical things as you read Genesis one and two this week that I hope and pray that jumps out, uh, from the scriptures is that God, uh, is the only one in these two chapters deciding what is good. It's his voice that says, uh, and he saw that it was good. Uh, so there's, there's, he's the only one choosing what is good or not good. And in all of his creation, he sees it's good. So notice that. That's going to be a theme that pops up in chapter 3 where that changes. Uh, and then secondly, that God, when he creates, he, he gives purpose to his creation. Everything he creates has a purpose and a function in it. And that's no different for me and you. So when he creates uh, mankind, notice the purpose be mindful of the purpose that he gives us when he creates us so just i hope those things will jump out at you that you'll meditate on those things and uh, that they would impact your life this week So, question three of the Genesis Journal for this week. Why is it important that the Word was with God in the beginning, Jacob? Well, it's in, it's important that the Word was with God in the beginning because it's a foundational uh, truth in our faith that we believe that the Word was not only with God, but the Word was God. And we believe that the Word... Uh, here is talking about Jesus. The Word became flesh, and I think that's important that to uh, in our faith that Jesus um, did not begin when He took on flesh. When He came to this world, that was not the beginning of Jesus. That we believe that Jesus Jesus is the eternal being that He's always been, He always will be. That He was with God at the creation. So we we've got to have this this foundational truth. In our, in our hearts and our mind, 
uh, because we see it throughout Scripture. It's not here, just here in John. We see it in Philippians 2, you know, that um, it says in relationships with one another, have uh, the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, he, he was God, he did not consider that something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself a servant. So we see here that Jesus is the exact nature the imprint of god so it's a very important foundation that we must have that when we see john 1 1 and genesis 1 1 that uh, jesus is in both scenes yeah not only was like you said in john 1 it says the word was with god the word was god jesus is God. I mean, Colossians 2.9 says the full deity dwells bodily, and he's talking about Jesus. And uh, that makes me think, uh, it's just, it's, a, it's an amazing thought to me that uh, the creator of the universe and what we see in Genesis 1 that made all things that has, like we talked about, has all power and all knowledge, all wisdom, um, and what you said in Philippians 2 talks about he uh, humbled himself by becoming obedient to death on a cross, um, showing that humbleness despite, in spite of the power that he has um, is amazing to me. So, Carter, question five uh, I want to ask you that I think is worthy to talk about in our D groups this week is uh, it says that we are created in the image of God, but we have a capacity to sin. So why is this? And, and what does it m- mean to be made in the image of God? Yeah, we want to look at Genesis one twenty six. I think it explains exactly what made in the image of God actually means. It says, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. And then I think it gives the, the definition or what, what he means by, by that in the next part. It says, So that they may rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, over livestock, all the wild animals, and all of the creatures that move along the ground. I think that God has given us dominion or rulership over a few things on earth, just like he has dominion and rules over all things in creation. And a good good example of this is Matthew 25 when Jesus talks about the parable of the talents or the money that he gives his three servants the the first servant gets uh, some money the second servant gets a little bit less money than the first and the third also gets uh, some money and the master goes away for a time and when he comes back he sees if they have done anything with their money the the first one had multiplied what he had been given and he says good you have been a good and faithful servant uh, this the second one 
uh, had a little bit less money and he multiplies it a little little less than the first but he he's he's told that he had been good he had done a good job and but the third servant buries his money in the ground and because he's scared that he would he would lose it um he he says uh he he gives excuses uh to his reasons why he did so and uh what the what the master tells him is that he was wicked and lazy uh he he would at least put the the money that he was given into the into a bank where uh, he would get interest off the money but he didn't do that and what what i think this parable is showing us is that the master would have done something different than what the third servant did and he's not imaging the the third servant didn't image what the master would have done in his situation does that make sense Jacob? yeah i think that's a perfect illustration which um transitions us just to as you're as you're studying and reading and meeting in your d groups this week uh to ask uh each person in your d group what kind of image are you being of god uh what are you doing with the image that god has given you are you acting uh as as your sir as a servant as a good and faithful servant for what you've been given or are you being lazy uh, and foolish with the things that God has entrusted you with? So what kind of image are you being is a great question to ask your groups this week. have enjoyed this episode of the training for an eternal crown podcast you can visit our website for more resources and also find this podcast on all major platforms full count ministries exist to create disciples using the game of baseball we are a non-profit ministry and if you have benefited from this resource we would encourage you to consider donating to the cause to reach every baseball player with the gospel giving them the opportunity to respond to the gospel and then to grow in the relationship with jesus please like subscribe and share this podcast so that you can play a part in accomplishing the mission that god has put on our hearts for baseball players around the globe. globe.